Welcome to the Blue Collar Experts Podcast. My name is Todd Wall, and we recognize that the marketplace is more crowded than it ever has been in human history. We use the principle of if it is true there, then it is true here to find what is working in different contexts and apply it to your business. In today's crowded market, we see that most business owners struggle to get leads. And the main problem is that most business owners struggle to get found in that crowded marketplace. What we are seeing in our agency is that there are two types of businesses, those that are lead chasers and those that are lead magnets. For those businesses that are lead chasers, we can really feel the anxiety after every lead they get. And that comes with a lot of stress because they're trying to identify, is this a true lead? Is this a spam call? Is this uh, the best quality lead that I can get? Is they, are they motivated enough to go through with the service that I'm offering? And we can feel that anxiety and that tension with every single lead that they're receiving. On the flip side, we've recognized those that are lead magnets. A lead magnet is a business who has set themselves up as an expert and leads are a byproduct of being an expert. So both Google and their audience recognize their credibility and reliability in a crowded marketplace. That is why we decided to make a major pivot in both our agency and how we use this podcast. We are now taking the position of being experts at making experts. Let me introduce to you my new business partner, Todd Wall, who's also going to be the primary host of this show moving forward. Todd, you come to us with 30 years of sports broadcasting. Tell us how that impacts marketing. Man, so sports broadcasting is, it's all about finding that hero within the story. What's at stake within that game? What's at stake? What's the problem that has to be solved? And that is every bit of what marketing is all about. The companies within their website, within, their, within any of the aspect of their marketing, if they're not communicating the problem that they're solving and all they're doing is talking about how great they are, they're not going to gain any attention. The same is true with any game you, you watch. If you're only watching just one side of the, uh, of the ball and just it's only showing just the Dallas Cowboys, for example, you're going to get a little bored because you don't realize the problem that they're facing. You don't realize the opponent that they're up against. You're not giving the audience anything to really care about. And so what, what, what I'm recognizing is the same is true with, with marketing is we have to establish what is the problem that, that's being established here and who's the hero, who's the villain, and really what's at stake within this, within this, this, this conversation that you're having with this unknown audience. Todd, that was the worst example that you could use because nobody's watching Dallas Cowboy games, especially after they lost again to the 49ers. But I love the story behind it. So tell us how that can be applied to marketing. 
I think there's a great example of how this directly applies to marketing because especially because, you know, Gus, you and I, we we're now doing a lot of video with our clients. There is a consistent framework and formula that sports have been using for the last 50 years to not only gain the attention of an audience, but also hook them and empower them. I mean, everyone has heard this phrase, the, the armchair quarterback, right? The armchair quarterback is the guy sitting back with his potato chips and, uh, you know, a six pack of whatever he's drinking. And, uh, you know, he, he's laying, laying back on his, his couch, probably his belly hanging out. And yet he feels like and can probably speak intelligently like the smartest guy in the room. Why is that? That's because the, the story elements in sports broadcasting are putting that story in front of them in such a way that they see the whole field. They see the details. They see the big picture. They hear the storyline, and it draws them directly into the story. Now, that same formula, if it is true there, then it is also true in the day-to-day blue-collar business. It's just about defining, really, because Gus, I believe intentional messages create intentional uh, results, just like intentional actions create intentional results. If businesses are intentional with how they communicate, then they will get intentional results. Nothing in television, in sports broadcasting, you think, oh, this is a live game. All this, all these chaotic live things are happening. Yes, but within that, they're operating within a very defined framework and structure. Everything that is said, when it is said, is intentional and isn't controlled. Every viewpoint that that director chooses to give the audience is intentional and in control. There's nothing chaotic or freestyle or willy-nilly about it. In fact, when you really pay close attention, when you, when you watch a 49ers game, whoever they are, I think it's a minor league team of some sort, but anyway, I'll follow you on that. Whenever you watch any sports broadcast, you'll notice there's a pattern to it. It goes that wide shot, and then it goes into a detailed shot, back to that wide shot. It may go to the announcers for a second, then back to that wide shot. But there is a pattern of communication. Every business that gets set up as an expert has mastered that pattern of communication. They're not only the first aspect of that pattern of communication is they're going live. They're going live and they are broadcasting that message. That's, that's the number one thing, you know, because any business can, you know, sit at home and say, Hey, I'm the best thing that there, there ever was. But if no one knows about it, the leads aren't going to be automatically attracted to them. They have to number one, go live and go in get out into the public. But then the second thing is, once you're live, you're broadcasting, 
then it's now how do we tell that story? You know, Gus, every, every game that you watch, you'll notice that it starts the same exact way. One, they greet their audience. They say, uh, hey, Cowboys fans, today, um, you know, they first they they pull in that audience they call them out that's point number one of the of the formula and then they say today we've got a very serious problem we've got a minor league team that we're playing called the san francisco 49ers and the the san francisco 49ers uh you know they they're they're a strong team that we're playing but if we win today we move on in the playoffs if we lose we're out and we're going home, which unfortunately that's what happened. Now, what just happened there is they called out their audience. They stated what the problem is. And then they said what was at stake with this scenario. Those are three key elements that are primary that every business must, must state. They must call out their audience. They must talk about the problem that that audience has, and they must really put an emphasis on what's at stake and how that feels to the audience and thus pulling them in. And then once, then the, comes the ongoing part of it. That's, this is the play-by-play -play operator and the color commentator. And the, that's, what's, uh, that's what verbally and audibly is in their ears as they're visually seeing that go game camera, then tight camera, then game camera, then tight camera. And so they're hearing this, these story elements go back and forth of here's, the, here's what is happening and now here's why is that important. Then if the business owners take, can also take that next step that you hear over and over again with the color commentators, you'll notice they make a suggestion about what that team might do in order to have success. It's look, if, if the team, if the quarterback can just see what's happening over here in this DB or this area of the field and they can utilize X, Y, Z, then maybe they can do one, two, three. You'll hear the commentators, oftentimes it's, you know, most effectively done like as a suggestion, but, but really they're laying out this, here's an option of what to do. Um, because, you know, the commentators, they're in the booth. They're not directly in the coach's ear. They're not, they're not saying to the audience, they got to do this um, or, or directly to the, the coaches, you got to do this. It's an indirect approach. They're offering a suggestion like a guide. You know, Gus, you know, one of the things that we're, we're also excited about is, you know, Hype be just became the largest story brand certified agency in the country. You know, that, that's something pretty exciting, isn't it, Gus? Yeah, that's really amazing news because it... it it really makes me happy that now being story brand certified, we can help those business owners who are lead chasers truly become lead magnets. So tell us, Todd, how can we help business owners become lead magnets? Especially within the story brand concept, and we, we see it in sports broadcasting as well. So the, the concepts are parallel 
but it's this this idea of becoming of the hero versus the guide. And this is an interesting topic because the business owners and, and anyone who's selling anything, if they approach a customer as if they're the hero and all they're doing is talking about how great they are, they're actually not establishing themselves as an expert or, or really gaining much, as much traction as they think they are. They're making themselves feel better, but they're not actually gaining that much traction. Here's, here's the, the most beautiful concept, concept that, that StoryBrand really lays out on a consistent basis. And it's, it's really from, from two movies that virtually everybody is familiar with. One is The Karate Kid, and then the other one is Star Wars. With Karate Kid, you know, you have, uh, you know, wimpy little uh, Daniel LaRusso, who moves from New Jersey over to uh, over or to California, and um, and he starts getting bullied. He doesn't have any friends. Starts getting bullied and by Cobra Kai, and uh, but then you know he gets this black eye, and he's going. He's in the apartment, and this this you know this guy who uh, notices he has the black eye, and he begins to mentor him. He begins to guide him. He recognizes the problem he's in and he guides him from point A to point B. He begins teaching him wax on, wax off and all these principles of karate. And he, he teaches him how to move from point A to point B, from the problem over to the aspirational identity and this new what's at stake. The stake is if he wins the Valley Tournament, He'll both win the girl and popularity. He'll, but if he doesn't win the Valley Tournament, now he's going to continue to get beat up and he's going to lose the girl. So you feel what's at stake. So this, the idea of becoming an expert isn't all about, Gus, it's not all about just becoming the hero. It's about understanding that your customer is the hero and you're the one who's a guide, a reliable source of helping them get from their problem to their aspirational happily ever after. And if we can lay out, if the guide can lay out a clear path on moving from the where the problem is, how it feels to happy, through getting past the stakes to the happily ever after the aspirational identity, now the customer is involved. Now that hero recognizes they have someone who can help them move from point A to point B. Same was true with Star Wars. You had Luke Skywalker who dreamt about the, you know, about being part of saving the galaxy, but had no clue on how to do it. And then this, this old man wanderer, Obi-Wan Kenobi, comes into the picture, begins guiding him on the ways of the Force. And then ultimately, when the, the pivotal moment comes in, and there's this, these, Luke Skywalker is taking on the Death Star, and he's in that little tunnel, and there, he's, he's looking to take that last shot. Whose voice comes in? It was the guide. It was Obi-Wan Kenobi. And he says, Focus, focus, 
and he, he brings him back into that focus moment and he takes the great shot. That's how the guide, the business, helps the customer, the hero, win the day. So we are the Mr. Miyagi's and the Obi-Wan's to business owners. And the business owners are that as well to their customers. Yeah, so exactly. Like that, that's kind of how it just, it just kind of moves outward. It's always that person understanding that they're the guide to a hero. Right, right. And tell us a little bit about how we're going to utilize our services to help business owners. Yeah, Gus, I, I mean, we, we're seeing some great results with this as we've started pivoting in this direction. You know, we, we've always done PPC and, and Google ads. We're very good at that. I mean, as an agency, we manage, what, two, $2 million in ad spend every month, right? I mean, that's something we're, we're already known for being very good at. But now, it's in it, and SEO is the other aspect. That's the other main area where we help people. So, but what we're recognizing is, yeah, there's, there's, there is basic SEO where we're, we're planting the keywords and, you know, we're, you know, we're optimizing that site so that Google can find it. Um, but this new building out an expert concept is we're building some new layers up on top of that that our clients are absolutely loving. So, so what we're doing is on top of that, that basic SEO, we're adding now a video package and, you know, because videos king, if you're, if you're searching through your, your social media, you know, it's the videos that you're going to sit there and watch over and over again. And they're hypnotizing, they're mesmerizing, you know, but the, the main dilemma, Gus, that, that every marketing agent, every business is, is struggling with is is because we hear this from all of our other franchisees and we hear this from other agency owners is uh, we, we have the message, but how do we get those videos from them? And so we've, we've found a way uh, to actually remotely uh, create these videos with our customers. You know, it's, and Gus, it's this idea that, you know, if, if a television professional who's trained to talk, has a producer in their ear telling them what to say, say this, then this, then this. I don't know if you were, were you aware that that's actually what was going on? Um, so if they have that, then Gus, why shouldn't, why shouldn't Steve the plumber or Steve the roofer or, or you know whoever needs to be seen as an expert, why shouldn't they also have someone in their ear giving them you know telling them what to say then that makes sense to you yeah that makes sense and as an introvert myself i think the problem that most people have is that they don't know what to say next yeah i mean that it, it's a common thing and, and it creates it creates this delay it, it creates the paralysis by analysis that everybody talks about that you know they you know, if they, they either don't have the video, the, when to do the videos in their, in their schedule. And, you know, I, I know because every business owner we talk to Gus, they say, yeah, we, we know we need to do more video. We just don't know how to do it. And so, so what we've done is we've said, look, meet with us for an hour and a half. We're, and we're going to walk you through the framework to where essentially all you're doing is filling in the blank. 
And so you're set up with a question, you answer the question. And so then we can all either use that in that long form, you know, put it on YouTube, that, that sort of thing, uh, or break it up into small segments. And then we're also managing their social media that way by taking these little pieces of that conversation, turning them into reels, turning them into YouTube posts. Um, and, and here's the part, and I, I'd love, I, I want you to share your, your input on this is also taking those videos and transcribing those and placing those onto the website as, as vlogs instead of just blogs. I mean, so from your, your expertise with Google, what's that difference between just how a blog is interacted with versus, you know, a vlog? Yeah, I think it's very important to take advantage of the assets that you already have and utilize them into more content because the main differences between, in my opinion, between a blog and a blog is that a blog is going to sound a lot more natural, especially if you are one of those experts in your industry and you use these specific keywords that are going to be very uh, caught on by Google. So and interested by Google versus a blog where it could sometimes sound a little bit more flat and well, it's still good, uh, blog usually um, picks up on the best keywords for your industry. Yeah, because, you know, when we're, we're real honest, Gus, you know, does anybody ever really go and look for a blog? I mean, yeah, nice. every once in a while, Google will find one and it will attach it as, as an article. But aren't blogs more tactical than anything? I mean, they're really... I mean, what, what are we really doing with a blog? Let, let's, let's pull back the curtain. And as marketers, when we put a blog on a website, really, what are we doing? Yeah, I think putting a blog on a website is just answering general questions from the audience. So maybe things that they may want to know about. Uh, but a blog is really going to explain more of the process of why uh, you Man, I yeah, up. yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, it creates that conversational style, but I'm, I'm talking about even from a tactical standpoint, you know, we build those, we put blogs in there really because we're planting keywords. We're putting in those titles, you know, the, that broad keyword query search that the people put in in Google and then, and then more specific things with, within the body of this paragraph. You know, that, that's why some people are, a lot of people are even trying to use AI for, for their blogs because all they're doing is planting. That's all, isn't that all we're really trying to do is plant keywords with those blogs? Essentially, yeah. You're just planting keywords so you could get Google to recognize uh, and pinpoint searches uh, that are relevant to those keywords. Now, now here's my prediction. And, you know, because, you know, with, with AI, chat GBT, all these things that people are talking about now, you know, people are talking about just going in and just creating your content in AI. But, you know, the whisper we're hearing is that that those AI, that AI content is going to have a signature within it that Google is going to recognize and actually ultimately downplay kind of the same way that, that we, we recognize that if people like remember we were talking about uh, with uh, with our, our REI client, he had a carrot website 
And he noticed that he was posting the same blog as 500 other REI clients on that carrot website that they were all using that same blog. And it was ultimately Google was downgrading them. What wasn't it? Yeah. Because uh, ultimately you're not standing out. So if you're going to look the same as everybody else, then Google is not going to recognize you. So you got to make sure to stand out. Yeah. Cause, cause Google ultimately they're, they're looking for who is safe, who's living and active and um, you know, they're trying to figure out who's a bot and who's a real person, you know? So I think, I think that's where, I think that's where we've got some real value with this movement of going to vlogs because, because the, the thing we're hearing from Google is that the, the algorithm rec can recognize that conversational tone that comes out when someone is speaking versus someone is typing. And so when we just take the vlog of, let's say our customers talking about, you know, the, the one, two, three approach of, you know, of how to, how to do dentistry, whatever, whatever the client's talking about. Once we transcribe that, place that on the website, Google, I think, you know, what we're hearing is Google is gonna rate that higher because it recognizes it's a real person. Is that kind of what we're, we're recognizing and hearing? Yeah, it seems to be that that's what Google is recognizing. And I think just the main thing is when, when people are talking about what they're experts in, uh, Google picks up on those key phrases because again, it's, it's not the same generic type of copy that a lot of these AIs or a lot of these other business owners are, are utilizing. So. Yes. So let, let me tie it all in together. So with, um, with what we learned, what we know about that formula for broadcasting with, you have to go live and you have to broadcast, and then you, you have to call in the problem, talk about what's at stake, and then start offering some analysis. And then that fifth thing that I didn't mention earlier, Gus, is that call to action, you know, that we have on every website of, you know, will you marry me? In other words, will you do, do business with me today? Or or be at the indirect approach of, you know, if, if you don't want to do business today, do you want on my newsletter? You know, do you want a date? And that's what that call to action is. So if we tie all this together, what we're, what we're doing with this SEO video package, and then really what a lot of our clients are saying, yeah, we've got all this video, but I don't have time to post it. So now we're offering this also the, the broadcast element of this of, Okay, so unlimited social channels, we're going to take whatever content we just created and we're going to blast it on as many social channels, YouTube, LinkedIn, uh, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Facebook groups, whatever. And we create this platform that then we take the content, we distribute it out. And now we're in this environment with the with expert, the business owner, where he's just able to share his expertise and we're packaging it up, putting a bow on it so that the audience can engage with him on the, the best way possible. You know, and they're, you know, we like, you know, we have Jesse who, but just by giving him this framework for how, how to, what to communicate now he's become a content machine and as all of his engagements are up, we, you know, I, I don't, I don't know if I'd shared this yet, but 
you know, we just got his social media report and like his engagement on social media is up like 3000%. Wow. Yeah. And so he's, he's being seen as an expert and he has new business coming in because of that. And, you know, in certain elements, you know, it's, we're building an audience. And so we're patient in those areas, areas where we're building audience. But the main thing is we're out broadcasting and establishing his viewpoint and connecting it with, with the audience. And this, this new format, Gus, it is just, it's working fantastic. Because like, like we said, leads are now the byproduct of positioning as the expert in whatever that area, that area of expertise is. And, you know, th there's a whole different anxiety level. I mean, it's the, you're chasing, like you said earlier, chasing the lead and, and get, having anxiety over every little one that comes in versus, you know, taking, taking your stage. You know, you've, the business owner, they've already earned the expertise. So it's like, we're inviting them onto the stage, take the stage, own the stage, own your message. And, you know, and own that moment the best that they possibly can. And so that that becomes the magnet for attaching to that that audience who is the real hero of that of the situation. You know, Daniel son, you know, he was shuffling through all of Mr. Miyagi's old stuff. And he noticed that's when he saw he was a war hero. That's when he saw that he had the history with with the karate and, um, you know, he, he had that, uh, they had that credibility. Here's the thing with StoryBrand. StoryBrand says that you have to communicate in an 80-20 split. 80% the empathy of the problem that your hero, the customer has. 20% is all you need to talk about about your credibility. The companies who do it wrong are the ones who flip-flop it. They talk 80% about how great they are and 20% about their customer's problem. So what we're leading these, these business owners through is not talking about how great they are, but talking about the problem of their customer, offering tips, offering advice, offering a way to move from the problem to the aspirational identity and, you know, acknowledging what's at stake and, un and showing the empathy that, that is necessary to make that connection. You know, if, if, if Mr. Miyagi didn't show empathy for the black eye, you know, Daniel-san would have pushed him away and tried to fight him just like, just like he was fighting Cobra Kai. But Mr. Miyagi approached him with a, a, a wet rag. He approached him with caring. He approached him with concern. Business owners have to do that same exact thing. So I'm super excited about this new change with, with Blue Collar Experts. We've got a whole bunch of new episodes lined up. We've already been meeting with, with a, a, a number of business owners with this new emphasis. And the Gus, the information that we're pulling out of them as we're, we're, We've morphed it into uh, this new concept of if it is true there, then it's also true here. 
So what are those business, we're examining this, what are businesses doing that helps them, helps them be set up as an expert? And so, you know, it's, we've morphed from just talking about their business to what is, what is it you're doing in your business that really makes you be seen as an expert, really creates that connection where, you know, we're really focusing on the, what are you communicating that then creates the connection with your customer? We're super excited to start this new journey of really positioning business owners as experts. So uh, please stay tuned for the next shows that are upcoming. We got some very great guests already lined up and ready to interview some more business owners as well. Uh, to the audience, please remember to share our show. And on top of that, we're also going to be on social media now. So remember to like and share us on Instagram, Facebook, also on YouTube, and all of the major podcasting platforms. Thanks, Todd, for sharing all that valuable source of information and your experience on how we're going to tie into making business owners experts. Mm -hmm.